Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by, let me double check this week, Josh Burns. Okay, good. What up? And Brian Thornton. I do. Oh, wait, no. I'm no, sorry. Ron, you, you're, wrong, you're still stuck in wrong that mode. Nope, already, no, I've already I, done I did that. that. It's We're all good. good. Yeah. Paperwork's all hi. complete on that one. Uh, hi. Hello. Full house. Everybody's back. Hooray! Huzzah! Uh, all right, so we've got a, a lot to talk about, some stuff that was held over from last week. Glad everyone is feeling better. Brian, I'm glad that you're back and you, you've got now jewelry on your hand and, and makes it weird to type things on the on the computer. It is it is taking some getting used to, but I will persevere. Good. Well, then, listen, I just want to I just want to jump right into it. I want to talk about the world of comics, see how it's affecting TV, see how it's affecting movies. But now, how is it affecting the Thorntons? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! Yes, my, my wife is my, very my excited wife. by this news. Yeah, she's very interested in the first story, which is the big story of the Cape Talk world right now, which is Kevin Feige has gotten promoted again. He is now taking over as the Marvel Chief Creative Officer. That's, I mean, n- that's a made-up title. That's not even a real title. It absolutely is. It has been for years. I believe that Don Draper did hold this title at one time in Sterling Cooper Draper Price. Josh, how dare you creative say creative director? Oh, well, uh, now it would be the creative officer because, you know, at SCDPCGC. There you go. Uh, so, Brian, if I understand correctly, this is doing a couple of things. This is not only bringing Marvel movies, but Marvel TV and then Marvel comic book publishing all under one umbrella controlled by Kevin Feige. Is that right? It's always been it's always been under one umbrella. This position has been held by uh, Avi Arad for a very long time. He was the chief creative consultant slash officer of everything except for the movie. So we're talking he has a, a hand in comic books, cartoons, TV shows, um, video games, breakfast cereals, breakfast cereals. Yes. Um, NASCAR advertisements, <laughs> uh, literally everything. I actually he thought gets, that- he gets he gets a creative say in it. I actually thought that this does exclude merchandising and, and toys. I, I thought that was actually exclusively not part of this. Let's this be real. World. The merchandising and toys are usually tied to something that is already in production. Right. So. All right. So he'll have a say in everything. He'll, I, he'll pretty much have a say in everything. I think for the, the bigger story for this, I thought it was now Marvel TV was very disconnected from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and in the sense of like Agents of Shield brought stuff up, but Cloak and Daggers not in there on on Hulu. Uh, Runaways isn't connected to the larger MCU stuff. I mean, we even saw it with Netflix where stuff was kind of mentioned, but not really mentioned. Like things were kind of disjointed. So it's nice to see that we're going to put all the eggs in one Feige shaped basket. Mm, yes, I love the Feige shaped basket. Uh, very, by the way, not uh, ergonomical for carrying eggs, but. Whatever. You, you get what you pay for. I mean, it really depends how many eggs are you trying to carry. But here's my, my question to this. With the comic book publishing, that I would really like to get back to the egg question. Okay, please. Well, no. Which on. came first then? The the Feige or the egg? Well, I mean, Feige does not come from an egg. And, I mean, we don't How know old that. is Feige? Like 67? How old are eggs, Josh? <laughs> old. Yeah. Yeah. I think egg came first. Okay. I, I don't know what just happened. So comic book. I'm back. That's what happened. Yeah, I can tell. So comic book publishing, though, I, I have a question for you, Brian, in, in your infinite wisdom, because uh, I think DC's kind of been set up like this in the for past a while. Right? for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Jim Lee has been the chief creative officer. Jim Lee and Jeff Johns. 
have been chief creative officers for a while. So I know right now the way that characters are done, the storylines and everything in the comics don't tie into the the movies per se, right? They're not directly uh-huh. a one to one base off of. Correct. Even with character design, even correct, people look different. So do sure. you think that Marvel will now maybe start a, a line or a series? Nope. Of, no. They're not going to start a series of nope. comics to mirror that in movies. Nope. Please explain to the newbie why that's really a hard, hard no. to do. Sorry, I'll shut up. No, please. No, 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 no Josh, please. please talk because CJ's stupid for bringing this I up. I mean, and now I'm angry. it's just it just seems to me like a you can do so many things in books that are more fantastical that can't be reproduced uh, on the screen for less than one bajillion dollars. Secondly, ne- you, you can never count on the same actor being there for more than a couple movies. Um, and and thirdly, you never know how the masses are going to react to a specific storyline. You may end up having to get rid of something or change it up. And if you've got it sort of in canon, then you're kind of and you said, I'm going to stick to this and you're kind of fucked. All of that. What the, Josh said, the reason I asked was when someone else had heard about this, they said, oh, well, you know, like when uh, Captain America was going around with the Howling Commandos. And, you know, the the first early Captain America movie, like, wouldn't mm-hmm. it be cool to see a comic book series that had some of those adventures maybe kind of fleshed out? And I could see a guy who looks like Chris Evans and I could have someone watch Captain America, the first Avenger. And then if they're interested, they could read a comic that's kind of based off of what they just saw. So we can kind of tie in directly to the MCU. And it's not their main book. It's not the main set that's going on, but it's a separate little storyline. You want this a separate universe? That. Yeah, a separate universe. They do that already. Mm-hmm. Brian, hasn't has that worked for anything other than Harley Quinn? No, it does, it hasn't, but they do that already. They, they, they do one-shots. They do movie prequel sure. comic books. They do all that shit. Yeah, the other example that's brought up was Star Wars does this all the time, right? And knowing that now that Disney owns, you know, all of Star Wars and everything except for DC, apparently, and for me and you, I think. Uh, you know, this is well, something they own my right nut. Oh, okay. Well, that's important. <laughs> not to the know. left Just one. The right one. That's the not one that the makes all one. the boys, though, right? Um, yes. So okay. our our first boy, don't tell Cassandra. It, it is property of Kevin Feige. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> uh, but I know, like the the Star Wars extended universe stuff, right? Builds off the movies, even helps you out. They made one for Rogue One. So we say Marvel already does that stuff, and we're just completely unaware of it. You're completely unaware of it. Okay, fine. The general public is completely unaware of it. The I doubt it because those books sell. So it's really just me. Does this really possibly? I don't know. Does this really the, change? The anything, Star Wars though? extended universe has nothing to do with the the movies. Nothing. Well, there was there was one that for Rogue One they made a, like a like a novel that explained a little bit about it, and then before okay. the Force Awakens are like, what the heck is the New Order? How did it get so big? So, so you're really like really more talking about like an animatrix type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a bridge. A bridge, which they already do. Okay, I didn't even know they did that. I, I, I'm just curious if they were gonna start. Apparently, CJ, they're already doing it. Back off. Does this change anything though for for Marvel? I mean, honestly, realistically, does this does this really affect any of the 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 operations of this or anything new yes, that we're gonna see? It makes of this? everything better. Okay, how so? No, I mean, it makes everything better. Let be real. The man knows what he's doing. I want his chocolate all up in my peanut butter. Have him do more things. I don't care. Have him control the TV universe and the cartoons and the stuff like that. He's not going to tie it all together. He's going to make each thing their own own entity and then do smart things with it. Apparently, he's doing something with Star Wars, too. So, sure, let him have it. I don't care. 
I, I think if Kevin Feige goes up to you and goes, hey, I, I think I want to make like a Star Wars movie. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. If Wait, Kevin that, Feige we talked about that a few pre- weeks ago, right? Yes. But 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 it, at, at that at that point, it was, if I'm not mistaken, Brian, it was just he's developing. But now they're saying he's producing. I know, which is what I said he was going to do. What you, that is what you said, yeah. <laughs> I know. Another, another example of when I'm right. Here's the point. If Kevin Feige wanted to produce the rest of my life, I would let him. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> Hands down, would let him do it. Because the man knows what he's doing. He knows how to make good stories. He knows how to make captivating stories. Okay. I'm on board. So, all right. So, Brian, you're uh, you're going full vegan now. Just just let you know. You're, you're going that way. I'm going to get you a couple tattoos. And then I think finally we're going to shake it up. We're just going to shave your head. You're like, yeah. All right. Cool. In Feige We Trust. In Feige We Trust. In fact, one of the tattoos across my forehead will be in Feige We Trust. Good, good to know. Well, congratulations to Kevin Feige on... Uh, once being a producer on X-Men to now running basically all of Marvel in every way, shape, or form. So, good on you. You remember that? Remember when he was a producer on X-Men? I do. I actually just rewatched it, and I was like, really? I think he had hair in, like, the interviews mm. that I saw. Duh. Those were the days. All right, moving on to the new Batman movie starring Robert Pattinson. Uh, we have officially gotten word that Zoe Kravitz will be playing Catwoman. Oh really? Okay. So this there was a th- now if you if you don't know Zoe Kravitz, you know her from X Men First Class, right? I, I think she, for those playing the home game, she is Aquaman's stepdaughter. Yes, which is weird, but I, okay. I don't I don't get that math. Uh, she's been in, in a variety of projects, but Josh, you just made an audible sound. So help, help me out, buddy. Why 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 are you against this? Or what, what what's wrong with this? They haven't done. I mean, other than saying Anne Hathaway was Catwoman, which they never really did. They haven't done Catwoman right. Mm, not Michelle sure. Pfeiffer was pretty good. Michelle Pfeiffer was, was perfect. I don't think so. Really? That's a hot uh, take. I disagree. Michelle okay. Pfeiffer or any of the animated Catwoman? What an, what animated Catwoman ladies are you talking about? I don't know. I mean, uh, Catwoman in uh, any of the Batman. So unless animated... she's in a comic, we haven't gotten Catwoman right. Is that what I'm hearing? Julie Newmar is the perfect Catwoman. That's from like 1966. What? Yeah, exactly. I'm okay with it. All right. Well, we can't get her back, can we? Oh, uh, I mean, technically you could. They I got mean, some fancy de-aging stuff. I say we've de-aged Ask De Niro, De Niro. And everybody now. Yeah, we're, we, why not? Just let's bring, we've already brought dead people back into movies. If you watch Rogue One, we already have dead people in movies. Well, you know, the funny story is this is not the first time Zoe Kravitz has played Catwoman. I don't know if she's dead, so I'm sorry if I'm saying that she's dead and she's not. I don't believe she is. Okay, good. My, my apologies. Anyway, back to my original point. This is not the first time Zoe Kravitz has played Catwoman. She was Catwoman in the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not joking. That I know. Was, she was a voice actress credit. of Catwoman. Yes, I understand. So she has some familiarity with the role. She, she's got this. And I, I, I'm honestly, I'm looking through her IMDb. I've seen one thing with her in it. And it is the five minutes of X-Men First Class that she's in. So she I, I don't know. I, I have saw. no feelings. What's that? I had to look it up. She was in something else. She was, was like, yeah, oh. she was Angel in X-Men. She was in five minutes of X-Men First Class. Yeah, she danced and wings came out of her she back. She was Mary Jane in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. She was also in Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. That's probably where what it you're was. Of. That's what it was. I have not seen any. She was also in, uh, her wasn't in she it. in Mad Max Fury Road? She was in five minutes of Mad Max Fury Road. You are correct. Okay. She was Toast the un- the Knowing. Can you tell me who Toast the Knowing is in I, Mad Max Fury Road, CJ? You, I can't tell you anybody. Was. I defy you to tell me what scene Toast the Knowing is in. No, I, I'm sorry. 
Is it sad that that now that I'm looking at her, her IMDb page, it's Divergent? That was the movie that came to hit my mind first. Uh, Divergent and like Allegiant and Insurgent. Yes, she was in those. I, I okay. I saw Divergent. I don't remember her. Uh, yeah, I watched it. I, I didn't. I didn't like her in Divergent either. I don't. I just don't think she's that good. I just so. don't have any. My my point is, I don't have any opinion of her. This could be a good thing or a bad thing because I have zero opinions of her. I don't know how she's gonna. You know, I don't know how she is. She's she's thirty one. How old is Momoa? That's gotta be weird for him. Well, I mean, he's married to Lisa Bonet, right? So yeah, that I mean, yeah, that's how the math checks out. I get that. He's in his forties. I think. he is born in seventy nine, so he is exactly forty. Wow, that was good for forty. I lie, I thought he was younger. I thought he was younger too. I stand corrected. Anywho, I have no problem with Zoe Kravitz being Catwoman. I think this is fun. I, I, I again, I would take a person who maybe hasn't been in a ton of things and let them try the role because I'm not going to bring in a bunch of baggage with me. You know, Halle Berry being Catwoman, being that movie being what it was, you brought let's in be, baggage. Let's be real. Pattinson is bringing enough baggage as it is, so getting I, some I lower key he, characters. Yes. Huh? Go ahead. You're right. He is bringing baggage. Correct. So getting some lower key actors to be the villains is probably a smart move. Right. It's like we said with Titans, like cast unknowns and cast people that we don't really know so they can just be the character and I can just focus on the character rather than crap with the actor or the actress. So I'm ready for it. Uh, listen, uh, at this point, I'm I'm ready for this movie. I'm in for this movie. DC has is winning me over with this movie by just saying we're just going to focus on the stuff. We're just going to focus on what matters. I'm not doing stunt casting. We're just getting what we need, which I'm I'm, I'm happy for. So. Thank you. All right, but Josh, we'll we'll see what you we'll see what uh what happens when she when she puts on the suit. We'll see if she's any good. What really is going to be the deciding factor is what that suit looks like. I'm not going to mean shit how she is. That's true. Well, I mean that it, suit's got to look good. It's going to mean something on, on how she is, but the suit does play an important clearly. Part. Yes, absolutely. Now, now, Josh, you had you had added this topic into the into the notes here that Venom Two, uh, which we already know is going to have carnage in it. Is apparently getting another villain uh, added to the movie. Ooh, indeed. Is it Morbius? Are they trying to backdoor sequel that bullcrap? Because I'm pissed. No, it's not. It's uh. Oh, how am I missing this already? I I put the thing in there and I can't remember it anymore. Shriek. It is Shriek. Is it Shriek? It's Shriek. I heard your Who's sister's going her? out with Shriek. Who's playing her? We, uh, we, we That's don't not. Yeah, no, we don't know yet. It'll be three people before it's actually right. Now, if every sort of isn't this film supposed to be filming soon? Yes, it's supposed to go into production. Like, so, and you're telling me I can't I can't know who Shriek is. Uh, no, this is important. I actually really like it, that character. It won't begin principal photography until early next year. They haven't announced who it is, but my memory serves me correct, Brian. That the that Shriek was actually like a love interest to Carnage, right? Correct. Okay. So someone's got to play a love interest to to Woody Harrelson. He's like Harley Quinn. Okay, but you know, with superpowers. Yeah, with with, with you know, really weird symbiote stuff. Why do you really like Shriek? Why is she? Why is she up there in their pantheon of villains? I'm not saying she's like up there. I'm like I I just like her and with carnage I, I like because this means i could get maximum carnage that's really what this means <laughs> yes it is that's what i want the character is fun i like the character but this means i could get a giant beat down team up movie and that would be awesome especially since i don't know if i said it on air 
Did I say it on air? That how did, cool it would be. That this would be cool. That maximum carnage. Yes, you have said no, it on air. I but I have said it since the, the Disney and Mar and Sony made up. Yes, right? actually, when Disney and Sony made up, you brought up maximum carnage. Right. I okay. think that's accurate. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. If if I'm right about this, mother effers, just seriously. <laughs> I need to be a producer. So here's here's my bigger question. We already have Venom in this movie, right? We're going to have Carnage as his villain. We're going to add Shriek. Our, I mean, who knows what else we're going to do to this? Is this one of those times where we're, whoa. Yeah, right there? Yeah, it's you okay. My, seltz, my seltzes fell over. My Gwen all Stacey. over your computer? You got to go get a towel? No, it's good. It's fine. I'm I'm not Casey-less. It's fine. And, I, and no one gets that reference, and that's okay. That's, that's just for me. My my question though is, you know, if we already have Venom, we already have Carnage, and who knows what else we're gonna have in there to to get in the way of any Brock? Are are we getting to the point of too many villains, too many storylines, too many things that we have to keep track of for this movie already? Or am I, I just it overreading right. it? Well, I mean, when we saw Venom, we didn't think they they did it that right. I thought they did it all right. Right, that's what Not I'm saying. They were all right, right to right. begin with. I mean. Can they handle this? Can Sony handle this level of complexity on their own? Because Feige is not involved with this at all. You don't know that. I I thought we were pretty sure that this was a Sony-run project. You don't know if this is included in their new deal. But I, I don't know if they don't. So let's go under the assumption that just like Venom, this is a Sony-run project. I, I, t- I tend to like to be optimist and assume that no assume that Feige has something to say about this. Okay, so let's say this. If Feige has something to do with it, if Feige we trust, we're good. So, now let's assume that no Feige involvement, it, it, can they run three of these symbiotes in, in the same movie? Do we trust Sony enough to do First that? First off, Sheik's not a symbiote. I thought she was. No, okay. she's just she's just a lady with superpowers. Okay. <laughs> I know she can shriek. She's a, she's a super lady. She's a lady. Um, They're probably going to put a symbiote suit on her, aren't they? I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't trust if it. Sony wants to tear my soul out, yeah, they'll do that. Listen, this is not that hard. You don't have to. First off, you don't have to do a ton with with Eddie Brock. You did that in the first movie. You spend the first act building up Venom. Second act, I'm sorry, uh, building up Carnage. Second act, giving Carnage a symbiote and meeting Shriek. Third act, big action sequence. This is not that hard. It is not too many balls in the air yet. Unless they try to do maximum carnage right away. That's too much. All right. So what the the official statement is right now, the role has not been filled. They are casting a wide net, but they are looking for mostly unknowns right now. So I got to tell my wife. She's got to. There you go. There we go. Get the Thorntons and the Spider-Verse. Yes, please. How amazing would that be? Right. I would rename my daughter if that happened. <laughs> you would get the name back. I, I'd, I'd, re- I'd, I'd relinquish the name. You joke, but I'm going. I'm going to tell my wife this. You get her in the movie. Your wife is Shriek in that movie. I don't want her as an extra. She needs to be Shriek. I will rename my child. You may have the name back. Oh, it has to be Shriek. Oh, I can't get her Shriek. as like a walk-on nope. role no, in the no, background. No, no. If I'm giving up my child's name, that's just, got, that's not fair. That shit's a, not they're fair. They're looking for unknowns for Shriek. Your kid hasn't had the name long enough yet. She's not married to it. <laughs> I have a lot of Gwen Stacy paraphernalia around my house. Well, that right? seems like a you problem. No, Stop buying souvenirs well, with her name no, on it. That's Still. just now we're now we're getting excessively. <laughs> All right, now for a topic that apparently I'm the only one who's going to care about. So buckle in, kids. We're talking about virtual reality and comic books. Woo! 
virtual <laughs> reality? I thought it was I thought it was augmented reality. No, this or... is VR. This is virtual reality. Oh, okay. Well, Marvel talk, Studios talk has me. released a new trailer for Avengers: Damage Control. What is this? Uh, remember the Void, right? We've we talked about the Void. They had the Ghostbusters experience. I do remember the, the Void. Star and I Wars experience. To do the Ghostbusters thing, and it didn't let me. Well, so. now they have one called uh, Avengers: Damage Control, in which you are in a combination. Uh, so basically, Shiri. A uh, Shuri. Uh, Shuri? Siri? Shuri. Shuri. Not Siri. Right. So Shuri. Sure. Oh, Shuri from Black Panther. Yes. So Shuri from Black Panther is using Wakandan technology to make you an Iron Man-like suit to fight uh, basically the world that's gone awry, to fight villains. Ult- Ultron. And an emergence of Ultron. So you get to fight Word. alongside uh, Avengers such like uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Wasp, Ant-Man to stop new attacks onto the world. It is a VR experience. That will be uh, starting actually right meow, right today, uh, at select locations for The Void, which is in New York, uh, Florida, and a couple other different locations. This was first announced at New York City Comic Con, which a couple of people got to try it, and said it was really great. I know both of you really reluctant for some, some of these VR I'm not reluctant. When are we going? Uh, I would love to. I would love to go. But let me let me look it up. Josh, look is, it up. Is Marvel enough to I am, get you? I am seriously un, uh, like upset by your lack of preparation for like planning this trip. Well, well, my my question is, Josh, is this enough to get you to do a VR thing? Uh, no, 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 not even a little. Like bit. not even like a tiny bit. You're gonna nope. be Iron Man. No, I'm not because I'm not really. I'm just wearing a thing on my face. But, but you are. But I'm not. But you are. I don't get to wear a suit, right? I'm just I got a thing on my face. But it feels like you're wearing a suit. No, it doesn't feel like you're wearing a suit. It does feel like you're, their, their setup is, is quite large. Josh. Yes, Brian. I know you want to wear the suit, but let me draw a parallel for you. Maybe this will help. You know, just because you wear the baseball cap doesn't <laughs> mean you're on the Yankees too, right? Uh, it's That's quite quite a bit different. It's uh, not, I don't think so. How is that I different? So. What do you mean? Like, what do you I mean? Wouldn't... What do I mean? Instead of, you know, pretending to, you know, like, like I can actually go in and shoot things out of my hands in this VR thing. And, and you, you, you sit there and you watch people hit the baseball instead of doing it. Well, I watch movies with the with Iron Man in it, too. Right, but now you get to be Iron Man. No, I don't get to be Iron Man. It's See, still- not selling this correctly. You get to at least pretend that you're Iron Man for an hour. Come on. Come on. Uh, no, no. You get the experience to be Iron Man. What if I told you? From the comfort of your own home, you could be on the Yankees for one hour. You could feel like you were on the team. Wouldn't you be okay with that? Well, yeah, but that's the Yankees. That's not that's not this. Th- this is the same shit. Don't, don't even. The I Yankees don't. do not outrank Iron Man. They do. <laughs> All right. Well, Josh, I, I mean. You make me sad. Well, Brian, I have <laughs> answers a little bit for angry. you. I have answers for you. Are you ready? Uh, it I'm is ready. available at the New York City uh, Void. Right, which is closer to us. Where is that located in New York City? Besides, no, New York City. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. Hold on. It New is thirty nine ninety five per ticket. All okay. right. Yeah. Done. So for the two of us, eighty six ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I can math. What? Right. Well, there was tax Where? involved. Where? I'm looking up the locations. Okay. Well, actually, Josh, you would be the best person to answer because even if I. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm pulling it up. Oh, it's right by the World Trade Center. Yeah, it's. Literally right by the World Trade Center. All yeah. right, sweet. It's like financial district. I would I would pay for Christian to do that. Okay. Not really, Done. Not really something I want to do, but it's a date. What a would it take? Date. 
what would it take for you to do a VR experience, Josh? What 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 would the thing have to be? It would have to be not wearing something on my fucking head. So you want like a mental implant. So you want a black mirror like thing. Okay. Yeah, fine. As long as I don't have to wear a giant contraption on my head. You're not a fan of contraptions on your head. I don't huh? like contraptions in you general. You wear hats did, all did, the time. Did, hats did, are not contraptions. Did Saw really affect you that much? They're like I don't I don't like that I can't see the world around me and I'm just sort of flailing about. But for that hour, that is the world around right. you. It's they not. Simulate it's the never, world around it's you. not the world around me, right? It, there are still is. people to my right and left. They could be doing anything. But they could be giving me bunny ears. The people behind you is us. And yes, and you can see us though. You can see us if, give you if, bunny if, ears. If your legit fear is bunny ears, that's a whole <laughs> other conversation. <laughs> I don't, what what if they're giving me bunny ears? I don't know if I could just take I was, that. I was never able to take a school photo. There could be properly. people right in front of me making faces at me. I'd but it never would be know. us. It would be up the three of us. It would. I would one hundred percent. Would we be the only three people in there? Yes. Probably not. Yes. We three. It would be us. You pick the party who goes with you. I've been through this this company to do a VR experience. It was just me I and need, my brother. I need more it. logistics. Like this seems. This seems. Uh, half baked i don't see no. any way something that is that is located where this is located them being like yeah the three of you can go in dude i was in i was in disney springs do you know how busy that place is i, I get it but what um, what they i'm saying let us is go you're booking this thing for three people like yes what? you tell no. them how many people are going to be in there they give you a time limit that's your that that's who's going in with you it's your minimum there's a minimum spend of a bajillion dollars no it was 89 dollars what but you just said it was $39. Right, per person. There was two of us there. So it was $89 for the two of us. So it would be 120 for the three of us. Boom. 160 for the three of us and Christian. Christian. <laughs> 200 if my wife wanted to join. My wife. And it's I can only, do the math all day, Josh. <laughs> and it's only $80 if I don't go because they're like, oh, good, you didn't bring CJ. So we'll give you the discount for not Yeah, I mean, they give us the no CJ discount. That's even better. Come on. No seat. And in really, in reality, it only costs you personally eighty dollars. Regardless, it doesn't matter how many people should come with. Food for thought, listener. Here, listener. I'm gonna rally on you. Come on, coke shocks into this. Make it happen. I believe in you. In the meantime, let us now get off of the world of comics and turn our attention to the world of movies in the segment that we call Screen to Stream. And we need to talk about two major trailers, and I asked for your feedback last week about them. The first being Doolittle, starring Robert Downey Jr. Doing a weird voice, but otherwise, I'm actually really intrigued by this, this trailer. I don't know why Robert Downey Jr. is keeping doing... to comment on. I don't know why they keep making him do British accents. He's he can fine. do it fine. He's okay. He's, he's fine. He's, he's fine. But anyway. He is a wonderful actor. This movie looks magical. Josh? Uh, I mean, see, this is the reaction I'm getting from people. Do we need this movie? Is this something I that, feel like I need it now? Is, two reasons. Go ahead, Robert Downey Jr. Sure, and Antonio freaking Banderas. Where the hell has he been? I want to see this movie. Been doing Spy Kids for the last decade. <laughs> it's just been stuck in a Spy Kids loop. He did that uh, Expendables three as well. That was like eight years ago, bruh. Well, you said, where has he been for the last 10 years or whatever? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Eight years ago, he did Expendables 3. Other than that, he has not done shit. This I'm excited. This movie looks Puss fun. Puss in Boots. 
Yeah, that that's true. He might have been doing that because it doesn't he Puss in Boots have like a Netflix series? Probably. Yes, he does. Anyway, this movie looks fun. It looks magical. Looks like there's a talking giraffe, which I'm always about. Yeah, and it has a big cast. So we got Robert Downey Jr. and Tony Banderas, as mentioned. Michael Sheen, Emma Thompson, Robbie Malik, John Cena, uh, Octavia Spencer, Tom Holland, Craig Robinson, Selena Gomez. I mean, like, there's a lot of people in this movie. It's coming out in January. I didn't even hear about this movie. Just boom, just came into my life. I knew it. I, I've known it's been coming for a while. I did not know. Well, get your shit together, CJ. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Unlike you, Brian, I don't pour over what movies are coming out every single month to tell people about them. I'm just here I to do. react to the trailers that happen. I pour over all sorts of movies. And John C- I have a problem. John Cena's name was listed on, on the marquee. He's going to be a gorilla. That's going to be awesome. Are we sure he's the gorilla? Is that he's the, is he actually I don't gorilla? know. I didn't see him in the trailer, so I assume that you know he's the gorilla. But of course, you can't see John Cena. So <laughs> There have been very mixed reactions to this trailer. You are uh, Josh. You are not alone. And do we need this? Who asked for this kind of thing? I I get it. You're you're, you're definitely not. Alone. Josh, you're alone, and you're wrong. Yes, I'll, I will. I will sit here in my wrongness and be wrong. No, yes. no, you don't get it. You, this is not a Josiah Bartlett moment. You're allowed to have. I to actually, I I don't, I don't care enough about this to argue about. It. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and that might make the argument for me. I just don't care at all. So, so. give me uh, this. This looks interesting. I I I can't wait to see it. We also got another trailer for a Disney movie that is based on a ride. But I'm okay. Another with one. Uh, yes, another one. All right, Pirates of the Caribbean being being the the most popular one of of, of those movies, starring Correct. The Rock and Emily Blunt. Disney's Jungle Cruise. Uh, Brian, you had an excellent uh, like hot take on on just kind of the 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 trailer and kind of what it reminds you of. I was hoping you could maybe walk the listener uh, through it a little bit. Yeah, it reminds me of Pirates of the Caribbean and the Mummy. So if Pirates of the Caribbean, the mummy had a baby, it would be Jungle Cruise. <laughs> but that baby would need to be born in the Amazon because that's where piranha are. are. Are piranha like a part of this movie that I wasn't aware of? No, I'm now just quoting Finding Nemo. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. I think that's a reference. I appreciate you you're, that you're, up. You're welcome. Um, no, like the first 30 seconds of this trailer, it was very Pirates of the Caribbean-esque. Yes. Very... I mean, Swashbuckling, Emily yeah. Blunt, the whole like accidental falling onto the bus thing. Yes. Very Jack Sparrow. And then the the just the whole concept of the movie itself is very mummy. It's very smart woman, wants to find, you know, some ancient curse or whatever. Employs guy who's down on his luck by coercing her and saying she has a lot of money and Adventure ensues, and I'm sure there's some sort of love story in between. Yeah, there's some Tomb Raider in there, too. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, but that's what this movie reminds me of. That's not a bad thing. No, I was saying I love both of those things. movies. Yes. So I'm on board. I like Emily Blunt. I like The Rock. I'm excited. Let's do this. When's it come out? Can't go wrong with those two. July 24th of 2020. Yes. July. Excellent. Yes, The this trailer looks fun. Uh, I, I I think it's it's gonna it's gonna be a heck of an adventure. Uh, it it also has that little Jumanji feel to it, right? With the, with mm. because of the the rock, uh, mm. and Emily Blunt can uh, do no wrong. So uh, I'm gonna go for this. Let's make this happen. I'm sure if I looked hard enough, I could find Emily Blunt doing wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, but you'd be on a different part of Red Tube that you weren't ready for, man. That's not what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? What has Emily Blunt done wrong in this world? I'm about to find out. You wait, Besides sir. Besides being married to John Krasinski and not being married to one of us. 
I'm perfectly happy with my wife. I, you go ahead and you tell that to yours. Emily Blunt. <laughs> Wait, are you just are you just googling her real quick to find something that you can nitpick on? Really? Oh, it says here she hates children. Yeah. It says here that she wants to beat a man to death. No. Um. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, Dan in real life. The Great Buck Howard. The Jane Austen Book Club. Oh, the Wolfman. Yeah. He's done some wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. She was in Gulliver's Travels Ugh. with Jack Black. <laughs> so my point is Emily Blunkin has done wrong, but it's okay. I like her, despite the wrong things she has done. I can say she she can do no wrong now that she hasn't done it. So you're telling me in the future she will never do any wrong? I'm saying from from di- uh, uh, just digging a hole deep tomorrow. Right? Yeah, no I'm, wrong I'm just saying I don't. I'm not so sure about this Wild Mountain Time movie that she's filming right now. But uh, if it's based off Mountain Dew, exciting. I'm down. It's probably a Mountain Dew movie. It sounds like a Mountain Dew. It's produced. <laughs> it by sounds the like movie's the, called you know, Baja like the, Blast. The, the white one. Yeah, the right. the white Mountain oh. Dew. You know. Do you know what the sequel's going to be though? Right. Oh, Kick- it's got to be Code Red. Kickapoo Joy Juice. Come on! Oh no, you you build up to Code Red. You're saying right? Code Red's like your Thanos. A- yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep, gotcha. There we go. If you collect all the Infinity Monsters, you eventually <laughs> unlock Code Red. <laughs> Did you collect all the codes on the bottle caps? Yes, you've so, unlocked yeah, Code Red. It's very much like that. And then, like, there'll be Stinger uh, for those uh, those Snapple Element drinks. Oh, those are amazing! I know they're so good. You can you can't find them anymore. Sun meteor. No, they're outlawed. Yeah, I wanted. Why are they outlawed? They're outlawed. Yeah, they like a serving is a teaspoon, and each serving has one thousand grams of sugar. Oh, yeah, that's why I drank them when I was thirteen. Oh, so I'm diabetic because of that, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, those drinks are single handedly responsible for Wilford Brimley. Noise. It's good to know. In this house, ladies and gentlemen, in this house, listener, we love Queer Eye. We celebrate Queer Eye and everything it does. Right? Josh, you spent some time with Jonathan, right? Get sure did. Get a little zhuzh, Right? Learned a little bit more about the French tuck. We learned that the French tuck is the mullet of t-shirts. Yep. Which, that was exciting. Which I'm, I'm working very... on making a t-shirt. I, I got to figure out how, but it's got to be a t-shirt. But, oh, you know, but and you know what you do? You make the T-shirt shorter in the front so you can't tuck it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the design choice of the T-shirt. There we go. You can't French tuck it even if you wanted to. Right. <laughs> we'll just restrict it. But Queer Eye uh, released a trailer for Queer Eye. We're in Japan. And listen, I, I, I didn't ask them to go to Japan, but I'm ready for this. Let, let, let's make Apparently this happen. Apparently Japan asked them to go. Uh, apparently. Japan I just like, I just want to see you. how the masses look at them in Japan. Like I, they, These are the most fantastical people you've ever oh, seen yeah. in your entire life. I just life. want to see so, what they say to Jonathan, right? He's a very tall, long-haired, bearded man. So. Wearing, wearing the high heels. He's got that mustache. Like, right. It's the, it's the twirly mustache. That's what that, that's, that's what that, sends it over it, Kill. Before the mustache, Jonathan was just a just a very flamboyant guy. But now with the mustache, you're like, oh, all right, cool, all right. Like, but why Japan? Like, aren't there there there's gotta be like more sad sacks in like Canada. But right? I'm sure there's a large Netflix audience in Japan. And it's a way just that, to kind of get that market share. I'm sure that's what it is, honestly. It has to have it has to have something to do with who watches Queer Eye on Netflix. I guarantee you, like the number of streams is second highest in Japan. Well, way to make it all businessy, Brian. <laughs> well, I, I'm a secret producer, apparently. So I'm just saying this is what I do. 
I got crunched the normally, numbers. Making sense is normally what I do. That was a very, very, very well thought out <laughs> argument right there. I'm, I, wait a minute. Sorry. I was the one who said that. Why is he getting credit for this? Nah. I'm the one do who I put need it to roll back numbers. the tape? Nah, Brian no. said it. <sighs> me. It's all me. It's always me. Anyway, I'm excited because, you know, Queer Eye. It was two minutes and two seconds long, that trailer, and I was already November 1st. Down. That's like in two weeks. I was already misty-eyed. I, I, listen, listen. I cried at my wedding. But I don't think I've cried. I cried any more than I've cried at a season of Queer Eye. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that is, that is facts right there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Yes. My wife knows it, too. She's okay my with it. Wife. My wife. <laughs> Uh, that's not gonna get old. No, I'm just gonna keep saying it because you know because of that shit. Right. Thank you. Anyway, moving on. Uh, on this podcast, we're uh, fans of many things, as we just discussed. We're fans of queer, but we're also big fans of AMC A list. Yes, big, big fans of the AMC in this area. Uh, just before we move on, I know we're we, we you want to talk about AMC, and we just said November first. You said queer eye. Yes. Except November first is also. Jack Ryan. Ooh. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, um, okay. That that does put a monkey wrench in yeah. uh, my November 1st now. Because yeah. I think Jack Ryan first? Oh, it's going to have. I mean, who eight, has fewer episodes, though? Is it a eight full? Eight new episodes. Eight new episodes, Jack Ryan, November 1st. Ooh. Is what IMDb says. That's right. You weren't here to talk about this. What? About Jack Ryan season two with oh, the trailer. Was not no, the trailer was amazing. Amazing trailer. Thank you. Do you want know Brian's reaction was? You know, I still haven't seen the first season. So oh uh, Just, no, you know he's not gone okay. right now, and I'm okay with this. Not he okay. stepped away, and I'm okay with saying I'm uh, fine with besmirching <laughs> the name of Brian Thornton. I mean, it's just it's so good, it's so good that I don't understand not having watched. Like I've I've nope. I, at least at least two. I think maybe I've seen it three times the whole week. And because it's so easy to watch and Amazon, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I have it downloaded on a couple devices. So I believe I have it downloaded. Anyway, you know what else is uh, is November 1st? Apple TV Plus, but (laughs) we're not going to watch anything on that service at all. There was something that was like, oh, that's going where? I'm not going to watch. For All Mankind looks pretty cool, but that's about it. But I get it for a year. So, hey, I'll take it. Whatever. Um, And so this is, is it? Is it season four of Queer Eye? Is that what we're looking at? It's a separate season. It's Oh. A, you know, it's one of those special things. I don't know if it's going to be a canonical season. No. So where is it? I'm looking for. I think it's Queer Eye. We're in Japan. I think that's it how is, it's. It is. Just like the Christmas special, right? Okay. So this is four episodes. Okay. See? So maybe Queer Eye first because it's only four all, episodes. All available November 1. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do that first then. And then, which I'll finish like an afternoon. And then Jack Ryan. I don't know. I don't know that I can do that. Well, I believe in you. Because then we're going to have the Philadelphia season in 2020. In this house, we love Queer Eye, but we also are fans of AMC and AMC's A-List. And uh, they made an announcement this week, which I am perplexed by, but I guess it makes sense. But I'm also very perplexed by. It totally makes sense. The man. movie theater chain is diversifying into an on-demand movie rental service in direct competition of iTunes, Amazon Prime Video, and YouTube. This makes sense to you, Brian? This is like something you think like, hey, this is totally something that they should do. 
I think it's something they should do. I never said it would work. Okay, but you said this makes perfect sense. Why does this make yeah, makes, perfect sense? Because not enough people are going to the movies, so let's try and get revenue from some other way. If I can get you to sign up for a membership that will give you uh, discounted rentals and encourage you to go to the movie theater. Just titles. You're just buying them the same as you would from... But you can rent them, too. You can rent yeah, them, too. You can rent them from anywhere. But it's a, it's a win-win. I, I, I'm my point is if if this if enough people start streaming things or downloading things through here and uploading it to their movies anywhere and everything, I would I would honestly say, hey, forty bucks you can stream or get these at a discounted cost and get AMC A list and Bob's your uncle. I'm now making more money twice because they're going to the theater as well. Yeah, so I'm glad you brought up movies anywhere because I, I I want to bring that up in just a moment. But the the premise is films will roughly cost about three to five ninety nine to rent and ninety nine nine ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine to buy. Uh, they already have agreements with the major network. I mean, the major distributors: Disney, Warner Brothers, Universal, Sony, and Paramount. Uh, they're 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 really good with them. So this is just a way to kind of go after that market share. But but the thing with like movies anywhere. Uh, Brian, which is, by the way, a fantastic service that for a majority of these services, when you buy a movie, they are available on all your devices for uh, for 20th Century Fox, Sony, Universal, Disney and Warner Brothers. I tried and it's missing movies of mine. Right. So the, the studios like 20th Century Fox, Sony, Universal, Disney and Warner Brothers are the like the major ones that are are part of this. So there are a few things that don't work, but at, but at the same time, like it. It does a pretty good job of doing a pretty good way of consolidating, considering that maybe four years ago there was no way to do this legally. So good on them. But I just don't see I I, I agree. If you put this into my A list and like charge me four extra bucks and say, I don't know, rent rent as many movies as you want to this month. Like rent three movies a week. That would be a little bit better. But I mean, I'm a person who kind of enjoys going to the movies rather than, than home. So am I just not the target person for this? Is is that what it is? You're never the target person for anything. Oh, I'm, I'm very cheap, but yet I was I was one of the the first people to get a movie pass or uh, you know uh, and, and and really encourage AMC A list. But as I was milking what I had, Josh, what do you think about this? I mean, you're a person who buys movies a lot on iTunes. You are the target person for for this kind of program. Is this something that appeals to you at all? Why do I buy them on iTunes? Because you have Apple devices and you want them on all your Apple devices forever and always. So if this had interoperability, though, to be played on all your Apple devices, I mean. So the the one thing that I could see as an advantage uh, is like if, let's say, I go, I use my AMC stubs and I go see the Joker. Do I get a digital download? And, and if I did, then yes. that would Not be yet, advantage. but that would be smart. That would so, be the next. Well, I think step. I, th- I think right now the strategy is they're taking that email marketing list of saying you just saw Joker. Why don't you rent it when it comes out? What I'm saying is, if you let's say increase the price of Stubbs slightly, I would pay more if I was going to also get the benefit on the back end, right? And, right. And now, you know, let's say instead of instead of you can go to up to three free movies a week and you can do that. And so we're not talking about obviously 12 digital downloads every month. That's that's unreasonable. That's too much. But, you know, why don't you know, if they if they give you one free digital download per month and a discounted rental rate on everything else that you saw on stubs. I think you'd get a lot more people to sign up for stubs. Yeah, I, I would think for for me, the strategy that would make me kind of worth it would be. 
Go see, you know, get your three movies a week at the actual theaters, one rental for free per month, and then a discount when you purchase. I think that would kind of make it a little bit more compelling. I don't need free digital downloads. I, I need to be able to rent it. I don't need to own the movie at that point. Just let me watch it in the comfort of my own home. No, that's owning a movie. No, but you rent it. It's gone after like 72 hours. I don't, I don't want disappears. that. I don't want to rent movies. As great as that would be, Josh, because, you know, I, 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 I would love that. I also have seen plenty of movies in the theater that I don't want to own necessarily. <laughs> right. So I, I think maybe CJ's option is a little bit better. If I'll tell you what, if I go to see, let's say, Joker and average ticket is 10 bucks, even if they gave me eight bucks off the movie when it came out. Or even five bucks off yeah. the movie when it came out. And to purchase it, I'd do that in a heartbeat. I'm saving myself money because I'm I'm not paying twice, you know what I mean? But it sounds like bottom line, in order for the movie freaks that we are to really buy into this versus going to iTunes or going and buying the physical disc as Brian does, increase the price of stubs just a little bit and give us something. Why do you say free. it like that? Because it's Why are you 2019, Brian. I am not weird, sir. It's weird to walk into a big box retail and make, do you have Adam's Family Values? Like that's, I don't that's do weird. that. I order it online still. And I get the digital copy way ahead of time still. I do it smart. Anyway. All right. Well, obviously some thoughts. What would it take for you, listener, to, to, to go into this program? What would it take for you to ditch iTunes or Amazon or even YouTube? By the way, if you're the madman renting movies or buying them on YouTube, can we please talk? Kind of walk you through some things in your life. Uh, what would it take for you to, to go to AMC to do this? Uh, I definitely want to hear uh, your thoughts on this. Quick thing. Listen, this is something I just thought was really cool. I have no idea how you two feel about it, but I wanted to shed a light on it. On Disney Plus, that is coming out really soon, uh, they dropped a trailer for a little documentary about uh, the underground city of Disney. It's called The Imagineering Story. Tells you a little bit about the Imagineers, the people that make some of this technology that makes uh, Disney so magical, but even takes you behind the scenes and show you things that you, you would never see, like the inside of Matador or what they're working on or how some of this technology works. And it just looks really, really cool. A little peek behind the, the curtain. Are you guys interested in this stuff at all? Or am I the lone person in this one? I am always about peeking behind or up any curtains. <laughs> nope. Now that sounds interesting. I'm all about behind the scenes, Disney stuff. I love Disney. Well, we all know that there is that underground city in Disney, right? Where I'm well aware. I've seen it on the Travel Channel. Uh, right. And the underground city is where you go if you get arrested, but also like, you know, how characters travel to and fro different lands and kind of how the logistics of a large place like Disney get done. And, you know, short of working there, you would never see that or getting arrested at Disney, which good for good on you. So you what you're that? saying is there's a way I can see it in person. Yes, there is a way you can see it on person. Get really drunk and belligerent or going really high to Disney and watch yourself get banned for life. Fucking done. Easy. You know they would fuck you up. They would just Next. rough you up so hard. If some guy in a Mickey outfit roughs me up, it's all worth oh it. Oh, boy. Shut up, Thornton. <laughs> gonna kick your ass. <laughs> all worth it. Good God. Oh, God. I, hold on. What is this? Cross that shit off second. of my bucket list. Jimmy just handed me a note, and I think we just got sued by Disney for that. No, no, no. We didn't get sued by shit. You did. Oh, no. They're coming you, after all of you us. Did. They're coming after all of us. Mm, I don't think that's how that works, Chan. Josh, there was a note on here that says, I want that leg. So I guess, I right. guess they're coming for your art. Well, as we know, uh, Disney Plus will be dropping extremely soon. 
Uh, so uh, get your seven bucks out. Go ahead and buy that. Brian, did you get your Disney Plus up today? I know that was a goal of yours. Not today. I will soon, though. Speaking of Disney Plus, I, I just thought this was interesting. I like to find these weird articles. This is what I do, people. There's a company. This isn't tech perspective. I know, right? There is a company that will pay you maybe $1,000 to watch 30 Disney movies in 30 days on Disney Plus. They will also give uh, you a huge. I, I found this article. I found, I this, found this. I found article. this as well. Do we both find this together at the same time? I, I doubt that we found it together at the same time, but I know I found it and oh, put it in okay. pocket. Well, Brian found it too. Is that better? Is that is that what you need? Well, then tell me a all about it, more, Brian. A little bit more sassiness there, please. The process is this: you have to fill out an application, right? And if you're selected, they will give you a year's worth of Disney Plus, and then you have 30 days to watch 30 movies and review them. Done, right? Josh, you have a look like you just got handed a lemon and you weren't expecting it. And you took a whole bite out of it. Like, oh, no, not a lemon. How many people are they selecting to do this? Yes. Right. And like, I have to submit an application as well as a video of the uh, reviews of my favorite Disney movies. Yes. It's like, being run by, I think, reviews.com or something like that. Ugh, who cares? Really? I mean, you could not. do you could do thirty Disney movies in like a weekend. Like, I don't know, you don't need the full thirty days. Uh, it, Reviews.org, by the way. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. I mean, here's the thing: none of the none of this is plural. Like, if we select you as our biggest Disney fan, that's one one person. person. Okay, right, right, right. Now, knowing that, I want you to envision the following: just think about any time you've been. Let's say in a mall or maybe in a retail store, there's that one guy and he's sort of by himself and he's wearing dumpy ass jeans and he's got on like a faded goofy shirt and he wants to talk to you about all the Disney stuff. Are, are you following me in the mall? Look, I'm just I'm saying this is like, I don't know, you're asking for weirdos. Well, yeah, well, I'm out. I mean, if you listen to the show, I think you're a weirdo in the nicest way possible. No, no, no. They're going to pick one like ultimate fan. It's going to be comic book guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess that's true. Lady of the Tramp, not realistic. We're picking one ultimate fan for a huge Toys R Us shopping spree. Josh, I do have news you can get excited about. Happy news oh, yeah? for you. Happy news. So Tom Hanks and Steven mm-hmm. Spielberg, two, two people mm-hmm. that you like, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, they were producers of a television series that you enjoy called Band of Brothers. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a follow-up series that they're still behind and producing that's going to be on Apple TV+. Plus, But it's going to be for free for you. You're going to have it for years. So you're going to be able to watch it. But they are doing another story that is in the Band of Brothers. It's right. called Masters of the Air. Cool. I, I did not complete the Pacific okay. uh, because it, w- it wasn't half as good as Band of Brothers. Sure. Like, I don't know about, I don't know about this, but okay. Maybe. Could be. Like, I'll give it a watch, but I probably, if if it doesn't hook me in the first episode. Right. Is it about pilots? Yes, it yeah, is, yeah. quote, truly personal stories of an American bomber, of the American bomber boys who brought the war to Hitler's doorstep. So it's about the people that are flying bombers and planes uh, during World War II and, and getting their perspective on the fight. So I imagine really cool dogfights. I imagine a lot of weird uh Really, uh, again, honest, true stories that are based off of you know, some of the, the stuff that happened there. And, and who knows exactly how that coalesces at the end. I don't know how far into the end of World War II they go. 
but yeah, this looks pretty interesting because again, this is all true stories. Uh, Banner Brothers, the Pacific, those were all real people and real events being being unfolded right there on on TV. They did they did Banner Brothers incredibly well. Steven Spielberg went to World War Two. Can I hit him? Is that allowed? What you said? You said there were real stories unfolding on TV that that makes it seem like Steven Spielberg was there, dude. They had they had. They have the survivors. Literally, you, phys- have you not seen Band of Brothers? You haven't seen Band of Brothers. God damn it, Brian! I'm not adding it to the list. Brian, your list doesn't There's fucking too much exist. On the so list I'm not going to add you shit. All right, all right. I just, I no, I've not seen Band of Brothers. Brian, I also I, like giving you a hard time. You think you know somebody? <laughs> then this shit happens. Sorry to disappoint you, sir. Papa Thornton, will I mean, you help me get this list dwindled real. down, I'm not, please? I'm not sorry to disappoint you. No, you're not. You're, this is sorry, not sorry all over again. Yeah. It is now time, ladies and gentlemen, for my favorite hobby, where I go around the internet. I find the weird. I find the obscure. And God damn, did I dig deep this week. And I asked these two gentlemen for their tech perspective. Why'd you have to dig deep this week? Oh, man, I found some weird stuff. I just, I really did. Digging I went, deep implies that you couldn't find weird stuff. Oh, no. I I dug around the internet, and I was like, what's really weird? I'm like, oh, yeah, this mushroom here will do it. So you found some surface-level shit. No, I'm digging in the dark, man. I'm in the dark, damp world of the internet getting getting this stuff. So you're on the dark web. Can you get me a kidney? We have you- talked so many times about retro gaming on this show, right? Some product to help us with with getting uh, Game yeah. Boy Color. Or... We we have talked at least five times about it, <laughs> but that's a lot for one topic. We have talked about this more than we had the Foley Mate. That's not true. I don't think it's true either. No, I at least bring up the Foley Mate at least once a month. It's two hundred eighteen episodes. The title of this article is "The Nintendo Game Boy is Coming Back to Life." Kind of. Uh, Analog is an upcoming pocket-held gaming console that will let you play the original Game Boy cartridges uh, on a really modern device. It's a small little device that kind of reminds me of the Game Boy Advance with a little bit of the Game Boy Color put in there. It is $200 and will be coming in sometime of 2020. This is not $200? This is not a Kickstarter. This isn't one of those things where like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's, it's an actual company. Making this stuff. It's, $200 and I still have to have the cartridges? Still have to have the cartridges. And no. I have a lot of cartridges laying around. Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Color and Game Boy games. I don't have any of my cartridges laying around. Oh, really? Yeah. I've got like four Pokemon ones. I've got a couple of Game Boy Advance games. i got a couple of stuff from when I had my Game Boy Which Color. Which Pokemon ones? Because some of those are worth some money. Uh, all the red, blue, yellow, silver, gold. You don't have green? Brian's like, you You have all of the ones that are worth nothing. And none yeah, of the you, ones you, that are worth you, something. Yeah, Green is the one that's worth money. I have the original red, blue, and white, and yellow. I don't have the the green. I I, I got out of Pokemon by the time that came around. Anyway. Sorry. There will also be a Switch-like TV dock that you can purchase separately, so you can hook this up to a television. But it looks really cool. And and this is a company that has been making consoles and and these retro consoles for a while now. So this isn't their first forte into this. Forte? Fort? Entry? This isn't their first rodeo with this kind of stuff. Uh, but they're also hoping that this becomes a larger platform where people can make games uh, for the, this handheld console, which I don't think is actually going to happen. But good on you for trying. Uh, but what do you think about having $200, a working, cool, modern gadget to play this games rather than the other stuff that's still floating around there in old Game Boy Color? It's a nice looking device. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, I'm with Josh like for 200 bucks. 
I should have some shit preloaded on there. Something. Right. Right. Well, that's a good point. It, it is a very sleek looking device, though. I'll say that. It looks cool, but it should it should include all 200 whatever games. I wonder if you can connect it to a computer and load ROMs on it, which would be a much easier process for uh, well, how, the digital backup of the cartridges that you do legally own, Josh. How, does it, nudge, how, does, it, how does it charge? Uh, a USB cable. Micro well, USB. There you go. There could be a way around that. There's got to be. So if I could do that, that'd be great. Because I'm doing that right now on my iPhone. I have a an, an emulator on my iPhone for, for Game Boy Advance and 64. I was playing Gauntlet Legends on my iPhone. It's pretty awesome. But uh, tactile buttons, that's that's the thing, man. We, we've talked about this a million times. Anytime we talk about a million times. love me some tactile buttons. Tactile buttons when you're playing these kind of games. They rely like on it. feeling shit. Feeling stuff and the click. <laughs> okay, that just made it weird. If it could do the ROMs, right, or if it came preloaded, is $200 the right cost? No. Still too Still much? No. What's it need to be? I shouldn't have to do work to get the games. They should just be on there. They should be on there. And, be and on there. Okay. since we're, I mean, you know, an NES Classic, 60 bucks. Exactly. And Well, I mean, scale it back. It's got only like 20 games on there, right? 25. Fair, fair, this has none. This has none. This has none. Right. Right. I agree. This has none. It is a handheld device, but I mean, let, let's be real. It's about the size. Maybe it's thinner than an sure. NES Classic. If it came with, if we're keeping the $200 price tag, then I need like 100 plus games. Right. But then Minimum. it's going to be licensed by either Nintendo Minimum. or another company to, they would have to get involved to say yes to this. Right. Otherwise, so, you lower the price of right. this thing. Yeah. I, there's no way. There's no way this thing should be more than 100 bucks. Okay. Agreed. Well, take that company that made this. Price point is wildly off whack. All right. I, I, I did. Wildly off whack? I feel like you mixed up two colloquialisms. Well, uh, correct it, mother bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was good. All right. I I had to admit something. I went to Kickstarter this week. I just I was just poking around. Yeah, I haven't done that. And then I found the. I do that. It always makes me sad. Me too. And then I got sad when I saw this. The Jura anchor for for AirPods. Yeah, it's a little little tiny clip, right? That plugs into the lightning port. Of your your AirPods case, which then is attached to a carabiner, so this way you can clip your AirPods like your bag, your pocket, and oh my god, you lost it! Oh god, that sucks because now you have just something stuck to your clip. Now to be fi- uh, to be hell, god damn it! Not having you on the show for a while, I let it slip. You are uh, able to hold about they say what one and a half pound, right? Apparently, gravity will not detach this stuff from your AirPods. Sure, right. I, I, like, I want to like, see the receipts. Like charging ports never get loose. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I I, I don't know exactly. If there's magnet. There should be something in there to make this little like Pac Man esque mouth that goes on the bottom of the AirPod stay together. But here's the deal. Uh, remember the the Olo clip, Josh? We sold many of them when we were selling mobile phones. This guy created and launched the Olo clip. It was it was a very very popular iPhone accessory. Sold many of them. Not at all practical. Not at all practical, but people loved it. People bought it. It did its job. Okay, so this guy's done it before. Now, they have a goal, right, of $30,000. And as of the time of this recording, right, with five days left to go, they have 1,391 backers. They have doubled their goal already. $61,195. And they're charging people 20 to $30 for one of these. Yep. I mean, but I mean, like... That's not a bad price for it. However, you're going to lose your fucking AirPods. 
you put it in your pocket like a like a normal human being? Well, if 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 you if you first off, if if you're a, a woman listening to the show, you know, no, you can't put it in your pockets because fuck women's pants and pockets. They that just doesn't happen. Women's, like very little pockets. pockets, and in jeans pockets, you have the little change pocket for men. But women, women have a bag. Like, yes, they they, do. You know what I mean? Well, they clip it to the bag. Listen, yeah, Josh, why, I'm not. Why, why couldn't they just put it in I the bag? I don't know. I don't know. This product is here. It's there. I don't know either. I don't know either. All of this is is terrible. It's like a. It's like a. The. It's like a. The. The pop cap thing to a soda can. <laughs> It and like a little like key ring thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just not no. Who is pledging enough to get five of these? How many people have five AirPods? I, I, that's, You're not giving these away as gifts after paying 120. It's bucks. for your family at that point, right? Yeah, I could see a family having five sets of AirPods. Yeah, a five pack is seventy five dollars. Like, yeah. Oh, I know these aren't mine. My earwax doesn't taste like this. Uh, ew, doesn't uh. taste. Doesn't taste. <laughs> doesn't taste. That's what I said. And it comes in titanium and then it comes in a, a zinc alloy, which is silver, gray or black. So they won't even like look exactly like the AirPod. I, I don't know. Like at first I was like, this is interesting. And then the more I just thought about it, I was like, you're going to lose your fucking AirPods. I'm sorry. Like you're going to lose your AirPods. Not only that, what's the guarantee I'm not beating up my charging port? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if you have the new AirPods, the AirPods 2, it's it's charging. So like who gives a shit I'm, about your. I don't I don't have those. Um. As a matter of fact, I don't know where my AirPods are. Well, don't you wish they were clipped to something, Josh? No, they're yeah, in a pocket of a bag somewhere. The problem is I have 20 bags. Do uh do find my AirPods. Yeah, and but it only works when the AirPods are out it of will, the case. It will pinpoint GPS location no, which pocket of the bag. It will not do that it's at in all. Your It'll house. Give you Please don't spread that misinformation. That is not how that works at all. It's in your house. Just somewhere in there. So anyway, I thought I would share this because this is ridiculous, and I'm sorry. I mean, they've they've that. got 1,400 people giving them, you know. I mean, their average CJ, they're they're averaging like you know 40 some dollars per pledge. Yep. I mean, they're doing it. I mean, people found value in this, but oh well. Jesus, I mean, people are really going. They're really they're they're buying one of these two packs. Yeah, is what it what it boils down to based on the the mathematics. This is dumb. Put them in your pocket, people. Clipping them to your bag, somebody's gonna snag those. Yoink! Right? Because they said, "Oh, well, you have to you have to deliberately pull it to get it off." I'm like, uh, "Well, yes, that's what a thief does, right? They deliberately pull things, yeah, right off of clips. They bump into you, and while they're bumping into you, Oop, they deliberately pull this off, and you're just like, oh, well, sorry, you bumped into me.' Wait, are you Canadian? You're apologizing when someone bumps into you? Yeah, I'm Canadian. Oh, okay, right. I'm always apologizing. Is that what you did during your time off? You became a Canadian citizen. Is that what happened? You, it's surprising how quickly you can establish residency. Well, yeah, because if you if you get mean about it, they'll be like, well, we're, we're sorry. Go ahead. You can come in. Sorry about that. Sorry. I sorry find this idea that. ridiculous. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> I'm sorry, though. You have to apologize after you're out. Sorry for being out. Well, listener, let's just end on a high note here. I want to thank you so much, listener, for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. If you would be so kind, give us a five-star review on iTunes and go check out some exclusive content on our Patreon. Josh and I are about to go record a retro review of Gone in 60 Seconds. Ah, I'm excited for this. I wore that VHS tape out. So uh, go ahead and give that a listen. Thank you so much for listening to our show, and we will see you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. 
See, I didn't do the joke. Then you set me up for the joke. So then I did the joke. I, I legit saw, did not set no, no, you up for the I joke. Saw, I legitimately saw, was asking the question is he the gorilla? You, when because I said the John first Cena, time you yeah, made yeah, that yeah. shitty joke, I said, oh, he's probably the gorilla. And when or I said John Cena, I saw your eyes go, he's going to make that fucking joke again. And yeah, then I didn't yeah, be like, oh, did. he's going to make the joke. And then I, I was didn't happy. Because you were happy. I decided you to made me happy, and now I'm sad. That's what I do. That is my you are job. Literally the worst on human. this show <laughs> is to make everybody sad about things. The worst human, literally. We all. <coughs> <I'm not>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. <coughs> I just went down my throat. I swallowed a bug. What is wrong with you right now? Drink <coughs> your seltzer. <clears throat> the flat seltzer. And then get a. Oh yeah, one. even better. <laughs> well, hey, while you die, I'm going to go get a seltzer for myself. I'm going to go get one, though, to be quite honest. I'll be right back. All right. Good oh, deal. God. I'm a piranha. They live in the Amazon. But yeah, no, I mean, just. Sorry, I'm just saying. That's Stina right there, so I appreciate it. You're welcome. See, I 